The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. We have America's sweetheart here, the one and only Lala Kent. America's sweetheart. Said no one ever but you. <laughs> Wow. America's sweetheart? Setting the trend. That's you. I love Putting it that. in the universe. You know manifest. what? 2024. Maybe that's what I will start being. <laughs> this is this is like launch week for you. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, I mean, new season coming out. Mm-hmm. This is, what 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 are the goings-ons right now? You have a huge team here. They're lovely. I mean, huge this is fancy. Team. Huge. She has two people my, here. Ginormous. <laughs> a whole two people. So rich. You can literally, my team is so big, you can count it on one hand. So rich. You're looking at my team. Yeah. <laughs> I get really nervous and excited when it's like, a new season is coming out because we kind of, well, I go into every season just like, okay, you're going to be exactly who you are, where you're at in life right now. You're going to overshare and probably hate yourself later for doing that. And then you end the season and you feel like it's a big purge and you just went through like a few months of therapy and now it's time for everyone to judge your session. Yeah. That's a little intimidating, Mm -hmm. but the first episode is great. And I think people are going to be a little bit surprised that we go from like the reunion of me losing my mind, which don't regret that at all, by the way. Mm. Like it was very fitting for that point in time. But this season, I am a sweetheart, I think. I'm a little bit softer. I cry a lot, which is all good. But it's a side that I don't think people have seen Mm. before including myself, I haven't seen that side, which is why I think I cried so much. Cause I'm like, what is this? I was like the Grinch. <laughs> I was like the Grinch being like, I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lead time for Eps, right? Like how much ahead of it are you seeing the Eps that are about to be released? I think it's about three or four days before. Oh, that's not mm. a lot of time. No, it's not. What if you got to call and like make apologies? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get ahead of things? Yeah. And even then things can be tweaked. In that amount of time, yeah. Oh, so even can. what I'm seeing, like I don't know that it's the actual. Oh, tweets final... by them. I thought you were tweets saying by like, them. you could like tell them like cut this out. And they yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish the second you want something cut out, they're like, oh, it's for sure going yeah. in. <laughs> That's a weird dichotomy because we had your very close friend Kristen Doty on the show. You know, you're not happy with her. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Did she say something? Not about you. I, I've known Kristen for a long time. Okay. But I'm Team Lala. Don't yeah. no, get <laughs> okay, Great answer. But I did say you were coming on and she did. She messaged me something if you want me to read it. I would love for you to read it. This is going to be a great podcast. I would really love for you to read it. <laughs> she said, <clears throat> this is from Kristen Doty. Cut, cut are, here, editor, are, for our clips. You are so red. I'm, so, I'm sweating. I can't oh my God. wait. Kristen said, oh my God, this is a moment. All right. She said, I said, I'm having Lala on the show today. Anything you wanted me to ask her? She's like, Lala's mad at me for whatever dumb reason. Sorry. Okay. It's all good. Okay. I'm sweating. She (laughs) said, she told Brittany that I'm dead to her for not yelling at this chick, Gigi from Shaw's. Okay. Shaw's of Sunset. Okay. Another luminary program. Not sure if you ever watched. (laughs) Uh, when Gigi said something negative about Lala and her parenting, mm-hmm. fuck that noise. Yes. Uh, she didn't say that. That's me. Okay. And she said, I just rolled my eyes because of exactly what I just told you about Gigi. I was doing a live podcast on stage and I was pregnant. Okay. I am fine with people saying whatever they want about me. I'm so unaffected, right? 
but I see this clip and someone warned me about it mm. of a panel that was happening and this girl from Shaw's talking about my parenting and how I talk about my ex. Kristen Doty knows the ins and outs of what I deal with. Okay. Things that nobody knows. And to watch her laugh about someone talk about me as a parent who doesn't know me at all. Mm. I will not stand for it. I will claw your eyes out. So yes, she is dead to me. I'm with Lala. <laughs> like, wow. I'm, I'm sorry. I know mm. you were pregnant. I was very happy for you. I'm so sorry for your loss. I truly can't imagine. But still, you're, you're not going to laugh about someone coming for me as a parent. Because if there's one thing that I fucking kill, it's being a mom. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you wish she would have done? I wish she would have said to Gigi, respectfully, you have no idea what Lala has been through, what she deals with. I don't think you should be speaking on this until you know the ins and outs. Because there will be a day where people are going to look at Gigi and go, wow, you really should have shut the fuck up. Like there just will be. Yeah. There will be a day where it is exposed what I have dealt with for the past two years. Do you want to come on the pod on that day? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I will be on everyone's pod being like, and this is why. So I was extremely hurt by Kristen Doty. I wasn't offended by Gigi because my opinion of Gigi couldn't be lower. Like mm -hmm. she's bottom of the barrel, scum of the earth. We've known this. Got it. Cool. But for one of my dearest friends to laugh about it, who like knows my truth. Yeah. It was like a punch in the face. Mm. Tell Kristen we're going to settle this over a game of two on two basketball. Yes. It's going to be Can me. I tell it's you something It's going to be me though? and Lala versus you and Kristen. And you guys All are going to All it would down. take. No, you don't want me playing basketball. Why? Because I'm really bad. That's fine. Yeah. Josh, is bad. Is Josh is bad. Nails? Josh is bad. No, but this is you a good track You don't know me like that? Why? Because I'm good at musical theater? You guys, I shoot I like this. I know you're bad. <laughs> I'm awful. Maybe we'll have a musical theater off. Yeah, I didn't have a dad. I had no one to teach me. Mm. Let that just sink in. It's sunk. L live with that it's sadness. In. It's in. It's in. <laughs> no, I get it too because I have two kids and it is such a point of pride about being a great dad. And right. so that it, for it to ever come into question, I certainly understand your feelings when it comes to that. Yeah. yeah. It was not fun to watch. But I am a very intense person. Mm. So I'm like, she's dead to me. I'm good on you. But I'm sure if she were to come to me now that I've calmed down a bit and you say, call her? like, call her. I'm call so her. sorry. I wish I would have done that. <laughs> I apologize. I'd be like, we're all good. Because that's just kind of how I am. I, I just don't hold grudges. I wish I did, but I don't. It's hard, you know, if we think about like, because from the outside, obviously it's insensitive to laugh at something. And yet, like, look, what's the most, think about this now, what's the most famous, they didn't say anything bad, but they did laugh moment of the last 10 years that got someone canceled. Good old Billy Bush. Mm. Yeah, oh. good old Beepy. Just laughed at Donnie T making some offhanded remark. Mm -hmm. And people were like, we're done with you. And he didn't technically say anything, but he didn't correct. Mm -hmm. Right. And people took ish. I know because it, I've always been into people standing for something. Dear like, friends, correct. Dear, dear friends, correct. Right. Dear friends, That's correct. It. Yeah. If somebody's saying something about you to me, I'm on a panel. I say, fuck you. That's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're going to stand up for me? Of course. That turns me right. on. Yeah. The intense shit. You know, I think Gigi was also making fun of my eyebrows. 
What? And I think that Kristen I would stand for. No, everyone, can I tell you? Everyone was like, "Is it because of the, she made fun of your face?" I'm like, "No." You're like, they, you "She think did." This is the first person to make fun of my face. Like, I also wonder what's going on with my eyebrows, and when did I start being able to arch them so high? As if I'm That's fine. It's very impressive. It's very. It is very impressive. Very impressive. I'm like, no, it's deeper than that. I am a deep motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the fucking eyebrow comment. <laughs> no. Maybe I a do. little. <laughs> Not really, no, though. No. Yeah. What do you think of I my think eyebrows? maybe if I didn't... Your eyebrows? Yeah. You have great eyebrows. They're great, they're, right? they're bushy. Thank you so and much. Thick. Not what you want to hear with eyebrows. <laughs> really? <laughs> they're good. I feel no, like... No, they're gorge. Yeah. You have gorge you eyebrows, have gorgeous too. Eyebrows. God bless you guys. They're like nice and full. I shouldn't have full. said bushy. No, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Just dying inside. Latisse on the brows? Nothing. Wow. I've never put anything on anything. That makes them grow, Latisse. Also, in the name of my daughter, eventually. Latisse. Is that good? <laughs> Latisse Peck? It's kind of good. Right? I'm just saying. Thank, thank you for that, Lala. <laughs> if you name your daughter Latisse, I'm not defending you no, on any panel. way worse. You connected those dots, I not actually me. am okay with Latisse. My brother wanted to name his daughter Sequoia. Oh, ooh, like Toyota. Like Josh's like No, Josh that's exactly like what he was going to name like her Sequoia. Yeah. yeah. I was going to name my son Cherokee. People are like, you can't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, you're from Utah, huh? This is such a fun podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we've we did a lot like, of notes already. Are we these? We're not like these other Yentas you talk to. They only want to, you know, they want to. I don't the talk tea. to many men, to be yeah. honest. Well. This is like the most male interaction I've had in quite some time. Oh. Mm. So I'm enjoying your, it. How's your dating life? Non-existent. <laughs> right. Thank well, you set us up for that. Yeah. yeah. I date me. Mm. And I'm truly in I love. Like that. You say, know, say I know more. it sounds corny. Say more about that. I just feel like really happy by myself. I don't feel like another person, like a man, could come in and add something right now. Mm-hmm. At some point, 100%. But right now, I want to focus on my daughter, hopefully expanding my family. I want to focus on creating an incredible business. And then when the time is right, we can go out and try to find a partner. And what does that partner do you think looks like? Like, what what are you looking for from a partner? I couldn't even tell you. Mm. I think it's just going to be a feeling that I have. And now I'm much more aware. And there are things that maybe back in the day that I looked at as like, oh, my gosh, he's a great guy. Where maybe now it would be like, okay, these are all red flags and it's time to move on. Like, it'll be much less bullshit and more of like, we're out here with purpose. Like we're finding our dude and it's, I'm going to know if we're good and I'm going to know if we're not. Yeah. It's not really something I can tell you. Like I'm looking for, well, I am looking for, for tall, dark and handsome. Mm. But beyond that, I don't really know. Good to know. It's weird, right? Because like we, we had the great Sophia Franklin on the pod. Yes. She's another awesome. Utah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did you know her from Utah? No, but mm. she, she went to Juan Diego, which was like a party school. Ooh. Like whenever I got invited to Juan Diego parties, I was like, <laughs> I can't go there. They like smoke weed and stuff. Right. Because BYU parties were like, we're going to play dodgeball. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Mormons were like, we're going to drink Sprite. Like, we're going to get nuts. Much more my speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she was saying how she was like looking for a partner and she's like, I want him to be completely supportive in there for me and checking all the boxes in that way. But I also want him to be like 100% have his own career, have more money than me, like totally established in that area too. And I was like, but Sophia, like you're this really impressive, successful person. Like what if you found someone who checked all those boxes, 
but maybe wasn't like a big player in the industry or wasn't like a super business person. They were a support to you. Like, would you be open to someone like that? She was out on that. She's yeah. like, like oh, no. nah, fuck out of here. I want a little bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you have time to come with me to like do what I'm doing, we got a problem. You're now called an employee, buddy. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mm-hmm. ain't fucking my employees. Mm-hmm. And right I'm up. usually only hiring women. So you're just out True altogether. That. <laughs> you have to go to HR. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sex and you know boss. what? I am HR, buddy. So <laughs> yeah. you ain't getting far with Scary. that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing. Like, we're, we're running a really fabulous company here at Give Them Lala. Yeah. But um, they do need to have their own thing. Money wise, like, I'm a little wounded still. I will never share a home fully with a dude. I will have my home. You can have yours. You can come over and have sleepovers and we can kumbaya or whatever. But like you always, if shit ever hit the fan, I need to know that you can get the fuck out or I can leave immediately. Mm -hmm. He has to just like kind of have his own life going. And when I need you to show up for events or go out on a date, great. But I can't have you like following me like a puppy dog. I don't necessarily need you to make more money than me, but we got to be at least even. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd prefer to make more money than them. I like somebody with ambition. Top dog. Yeah. Me too. Ambition. Yeah. Before we were filming, we were talking about chiropractors and how much you like a chiropractor. I love the chiropractor. And we were talking about- You think they're bullshit. Look, it's not that they're bullshit. It's just that they're not licensed and TikTok- (laughs) They are licensed. They are licensed. They're not really licensed. (laughs) TikTok, they're hugging them all of a sudden. (gasps) <gasps> and it's just like that can't be good or like I'll see yeah. like a grandma maybe I think it's just these TikTok videos if you, okay. I don't know if you've seen them the grandma will come in crying chronic pain for the last 50 years I haven't been able to feel my ear and all of a sudden <laughs> some guy takes his hands behind this 80 year old woman's head yanks it back she has like and this like look it. like she just saw Jesus and then she pans to camera and says the 50 years of my pain are gone and, and I'm calling bullshit have you been to a chiropractor before? No. You've never been? No, because oh, uh, you're so New York. I, I, I don't want to like like one one foul swoop, I'm paralyzed. You can have a stroke. Is but, it worth it? Is this honestly, worth it? I Just get a you, massage. I get no, but so many I think it, you have a better chance of being like paralyzed in a car accident. Is that a statistic? I made it up. (laughs) (laughs) That's 100% made up. Just based on what I see online, I rarely see like so-and-so paralyzed from chiropractor. But I see a lot of people That's from big chiropractics. Oh, like big pharma? Oh, the big money. The big chiropractic lobby. (laughs) Paying big money. Dr. Jim. I just don't like they use their first fucking names. That I can't do. I'm not calling you Dr. Rick. No. Don't ask me to call you. That's what it is? Oh, yeah, they use their first name. Ew. I call my chiropractor Dusty because oh. his name's hmm. Dustin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's legit you, yeah. and life-changing. Okay. And I think that you should give it a try. Obviously, you need to be very particular about who you use because I think a girl did fucking die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but only one. Think big, about big that. Big Cairo. <laughs> Worth it. Big yeah. Cairo. Only one. Silencing I, the victims. <laughs> to keep this train moving. BC. To keep yeah. this train moving. They're silencing the <laughs> victims. Silencing the victims. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I don't yeah. put anything past anybody. But it is life-changing. And honestly, okay. there are times where I'm like, I cannot move my neck past this point. Dustin comes in. Whoop, 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 and I'm like, 
a new woman. Wow. That is so dusty of him. (laughs) (laughs) You calling him dusty really shows that you haven't been dating. I say, hi, (laughs) dusty. You you seem a a little attached. Well, he's gay and his Even better, husband huh? does my hair. <gasps> wow. So, yeah. Do you get a Groupon rate? <laughs> you know? No, I actually You should don't. get a group rate. <laughs> I should. For sure. Yeah, color and a an adjustment. <laughs> should we start that business? Color and an adjustment. I love that. That's actually a really fabulous idea. I'm not sure it is, but I'm glad no, we came up with it. No, but they should have like a van, like a traveling van where they do cut and color. And yeah, then, come yeah. get in my van. Kidnapping. From come color kidnapping. Come get in my van. I'm going to break your neck as an unlicensed Cairo. And, I can uh, I can self-adjust. You guys want to hear? I can too. This one? Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, wow. I can do that too. Oh, Wait, I can do that. My God. I have a stroke in front of you guys. Hang on. It's so many views. Oh God, I'm hoping for a good stroke. Did you do it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, saw, so I saw Dusty. <laughs> I would never. Okay, can I tell you something? Please. The fact that you are nervous for yeah. a chiropractor to do that to you, yeah. but you're willing to just crank your neck like yeah. that, not even. Not so you're even saying a chiropractor basically does that, but in in a way that's safer than what I do. Well, I would think so. Do you know what you're doing? Or are you just yanking your I do, neck? I do. It feels good. Just yanking. I yank it until I, like your body tells he, you, you've yanked too far. He went to college to be a dentist. I did. Also a fake profession. Yeah, I think. It, What's orth- faker? Yeah, no, actually. An orthodontist. Obviously. Wait, do you guys watch Seinfeld? Of course. An anti-dentite. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Of course. <laughs> so good. <laughs> when Mine were is- you born? I'm actually older. I'm I'm 86. I'm older than you. You look fucking good. Thanks, babe. Who does just your had my eyes done. Did you? They look really good. It's the best. <laughs> so good. Yo, people's comments were fucking me up before really? that. Oh, yeah. They Are you like, joking me right now? No. No, he's definitely not. It was hectic. It was, Wait, did you literally have an eye lift? Yes. Not eye lift. I just had like the little eye bags taken out. Everyone in Hollywood does it. You know. If you You're think on the Hollywood I'm not going to leave here in Google, your before and after pictures. You are dead wrong. I'll show you I'm the day Please do. I'm proud of it. I love a good before and after. Like when I see a really banging bitch and I'm like feeling kind of bad that I'm not as banging, I'm like, what does she look like before? And then I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, who do they talk about a lot? Like that Margot Robbie's had like incredible, let's just call it maintenance. She's had some nice adjustment. What would we say? Like little tweaks. Yeah. But let me tell you something. I have seen chicks who have tweaks and they come out still not hitting right. So they'd be tweaking. Have you guys watched that new Harlan Coben show on Netflix called Fool Me Once? No, no. There's like this new actress. She's from the UK. So like over there, she's been popping for a minute. But her name is Michelle Keegan. And she is one of the most stunning women I've ever seen in all my lives. You must Google. But her before, her little baby face. Mm. I'm like, okay, she kind of looks like all of us did before we had a little bit of help, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter because I've seen people with help that are still kind of busted looking. True that. Sometimes help can make you really busted. Is that bad work? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think sometimes you just can't help someone. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of the episode. (laughs) Sometimes you just can't help someone. Damn, that sucks. That does suck. That's rough. This was me before. You look really good. Yeah. No, this was a good procedure. Here, not there. Thank you. There, There you look good. But is this a selfie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera lies. Though. That Josh. The, the camera is, really lies. The selfie is this not. Is, this is like one of those ads for the fat burner. You know, <laughs> where like it's like you see the person, you see the before no, and after, and you know look? that they 
you know, they're two different people or like, it's like they, like one was really lit. One was really dark. You're under a light here. You're, but, it's a dark well, selfie By here. the way, the selfie doesn't do anybody any favors. No. It's yeah, really rough. If you had never done it, I would never look at this and be like, oh, those under eye bags. Mm. But because I'm seeing you now, it looks really fantastic. Wow, I think you made a so good much. decision. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I know I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great about it. Team, Team Lala, you want to see? <laughs> oh, Thank wow. you so much. Bravo. God bless you guys. You everyone. know, a doctor told me that I kind of am broad through here and that he wants to kind of shave it down a bit. Don't. He's lying to you. Because He's looking for a payday. And let's Maybe. also talk yeah. about jumping. Like, I don't yeah. like recommendations. Did you ask him for that? Not really. I've I don't always fucking been like told that. I have a great nose. Yeah, like unsolicited advice from somebody right? who's going to do surgery. Like, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. I didn't Why ask talk you. About what you need? I didn't ask you. It's not That's my fault that true. I have a perfect nose. Maybe I did ask him to fix this tilt, though. My, my nose is kind of crooked. I've got what they call the Raquel nose, except hers was manufactured that way and mine was God-given. <laughs> Please, it's Rachel. Rachel, sorry. <laughs> Where is Rachel? Where's Rachel? With She's podcasting. Rand. She's podcasting her little ass off. She is? Yeah. Are people listening? Oh, I'm sure. I haven't been. Then I don't know. But I did read that she outed Tom Schwartz for knowing everything. Which is not hard to, to no. believe. No. No. Not no. at all. But what I do like about it is we've all had a platform that we go on to and we've told our stories. We've collected our coins like she deserves to go and like tell her story. Right. Mm -hmm. And collect some coins. We, we shouldn't be just like telling her all the live long day what happened. Like she was there and she may have a different perspective. But like I'm not mad at her for starting this podcast. I think it's great. I just think she should have done it differently. She should have come back to the show made her amends. I think everybody, well, most people would have given her the floor because time has passed and it's, we're not all up in arms still. And then gone and done her podcast. Right. Plus, I feel like it would have been, like, what is she going to talk about for more than one season? She should have just written a book. You would have made more money from the book. And someone else could have written it. Yeah, it's just, and you don't have to be live talking. Like, it's very hard to, like, tell a story like that. It's like almost like episodic. Yeah. And yeah, what do you do after one season? And you can't make enough money. You you definitely make more money in one kick-ass book mm -hmm. than you do a first season of a singular podcast. Right, and I if just- If you're her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, like, you guys are really fucking funny, right? Yeah, thank you. You could podcast about- it. <laughs> podcast about anything. Talking about Latisse or whatever, chiropractic. Yeah. Latisse yeah. Peck. Like, my, yeah. woman. <laughs> my woman. <laughs> Your woman? It's my daughter, you scumbag. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> When you watch Reunion, to me, I've always looked at the show and I say this with love, like it's a pirate ship. Like you guys are a bunch of pirates. You're all a bunch of scoundrels yeah. in the best way. Yes. I can't take my eyes off of it. I don't want to watch a bunch of good people. No, no, <laughs> like, no but for real. Well, like yeah. little goody two shoes, I yeah. should say. You know what I mean? Like that's so part of it. And so while it certainly was warranted what Sandoval was getting, I also sometimes was looking at everyone jumping on him going like, isn't everyone kind of guilty of a version of this at some time, certainly on the show, maybe in their life? I think when you take all of the tiny little nuances out of it, yes, we've all messed up. Was this a different because age came into play? We were like kind of settling down. Yes, mm -hmm. but we've all messed up, right? My biggest beef, you guys, had I been good with Sandoval and Raquel, 
I would have been able to say what you guys did was messed up. I would not have gone as hard, but I could not believe that these two people had called me a mistress, told me I lie, mm. I don't share my real life. All the while, this is what they've been doing. I was livid. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was, you saw, I was out for fucking blood. Like how fucking dare you? Now I sit here and I'm like, okay, we can take a step back. And you know, the game is over, right? We won, they lost. Okay, we kicked their fucking ass. We don't need to continue to throw it in their face that we've won the fucking game. Like now we can all sit back and be like, okay, let's hear your side of things. And I can listen and I can say you owe me. That's what I really wanted her to come back for. I thought she needed to apologize to Sheena. I thought she needed to apologize to me, explain herself, and then go right off into the sunset. Right. Had I known that like she was going to go and do Bethany Frankel's podcast, which did not slap at all, I don't know that I would have been as soft with her, if that makes sense, like in the first episode where I like reached out and all of that. Kind of Bethany's fault that that, very interesting that Tom went on Howie Mandel's pod and shout out Howie, had no idea. And yeah. Bethany had <laughs> no idea about the show either. It's so weird. It's not weird. It's obviously intentional. Like, right? The Howie Mandel thing felt very intentional. Like he picked a show where it was going to be so soft. It was going to be, that's nothing. <laughs> I He's like, of, I'm going to be on NPR. I'm going to be on Fresh Air. <laughs> no, but, but I also think Sandoval like really thinks Howie Mandel is the shit, which I do too, especially yeah. after meeting him. But I remember like before Sandoval even happened, I met this girl who was doing Sandoval's social media. And I was like, your, your friend's really cool. And he's, she's not my friend. She does my social media. You want to know whose social media she does? Howie Mandel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's obsessed. <laughs> That's incredible. Such a random person. <laughs> Howie Mandel and Mel Brooks. <laughs> okay. I was like, I go, That's amazing. You know what I need to stop doing? I kind of bring in Looney Tunes that want to tell me all about their life. And I think it's because I amp them up. I'm like, That's so incredible. And then behind closed doors, I'm like, this fucking lunatic. <laughs> you know, yeah. I need to be more like honest in the moment. Like, oh. people need to also have more self-awareness. They don't. Nobody does. I will Nobody say does. the one thing I noticed about Tom Sandoval, and here's me exposing something. I was once in a dance class with Tom Sandoval. Hear me out. It was a cardio-based hip-hop class. Oh. Shout out Groove. And <laughs> Wait, Groove at Creation Station? Spelled with a three. G-R-O-V-3. Okay. Yeah. It was called Groove, and it's just like a hip-hop dance class, and I never met my dad. Did I mention that? Anyway. And so I went once, and he was there with someone, and I just remember observing someone who was taking— Look, I'm there. I'm like, I'm a 30-year-old 30, 30 human. I'm like— it's never, I'm never going to be Janet Jackson's backup dancer. It's not going to happen for me. I'm just there to like get a sweat and listen to good music. Tom took it so seriously. I could not, no self-awareness. Unbelievable. First of all, very tight capri sweatpants. <laughs> I think he was wearing capizios and a headband. And the headband, And yeah. great, great skin. But like. Great skin. I, nice and dewy, right? Yeah, Beautiful. What is that sheen? He's got like a K-pop sheen to him. I, I know. I think it might be maybe some like. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Maybe a mist. Maybe a little bit of Evian mist mixed with like a fabulous oil and maybe a Dior Air Flash. I don't know. 
Ooh, we got to get that. I need something. Yeah. I have nothing. Wait, was thing? he there with a nothing. woman or another yeah, yeah. man? A woman. This was like six, seven years ago. That sounds so on brand for him to take that <laughs> class and take it very seriously. Should we listen to some speak pipes? We should. What's that? So mm. our listeners are called the morons. <laughs> the and, morons. And the morons call in and ask us for advice or tell us a story and want us to opine on whatever it is. So these are our fans. Okay. The morons. Love it. And they will, we'll see. You never know. Do they know you call them that? They call themselves that. Oh, okay. Oh, Great. Oh, I love it. Oh, you'll hear. Yeah. They're very proud. They're proud morons. Hi, Josh and Ben. Loyal moron here. Um, I'm calling in because I'm currently going through a breakup with my boyfriend of three years. A little context. I am 29. He is 32. He's a movie producer. Don't do Half of those years. So basically, I'm heartbroken. He is the one who initiated it. And long story short, he's just kind of saying he's feeling a lot of pressure and stress right now surrounding the thought of marriage. What's harder is he's telling me there's no lost love. He still loves me. He still cares about me. So I'm basically asking advice from a male perspective. I know you both have been with your partners for a long time, but maybe what my next step should be in this heartbreak journey. And if we possibly decided to get back together in the future, maybe if that's what we both wanted. So that's it. Wow, what a moron. Yeah, moron. Total, total moron. Moron. She's her moron. <laughs> <laughs> so just it. let me just get it straight. Her and her boyfriend broke up after three years. She's heartbroken. She wants to know what to do. Yes. Yeah, but, and they broke up because he's feeling pressure about marriage. Ah. 29, 32. Yeah, Young look. I, babies. I, like, again, different perspective. I met my wife at, I was 20. She was 18. We got married at 25 and 23. So you guys will be divorced in just a few years. <laughs> We're already at the six-year mark. We're already at the six-year mark. I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think if you find the right person, that's that. And I think that at 32 and 29, personally, if you've been dating for three years and she wants to get married, like, I don't know. Like, I think that there's a not a red flag if the guy needs to take a step back. If he, like, if you're feeling pressure to get married and you need to take a step back, then you shouldn't be in that relationship. Like, you can be open and say, like, I don't want to get married for a few years. Right, but, but not the, but break the, up. That's but, what seems weird to me. It's like, I yeah. still love you. I'm feeling pressure to get married. We need to end things. It's like, we'll just, like, take a beat and don't beat. get engaged or anything yeah. yet. Right? Yeah, I think what I would say is it's all good news because you're right. 29 really is young. I think people can fall into a trap where they think that, like, people treat their early 30s like a bad neighborhood if they don't have a partner, right? They're just like, I don't want to be there at night. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But like the truth of the matter is like 29 is young. And if he really because some guys would just continue on knowing they never want to get married, but they don't have the balls to be like, let's end this thing. Mm -hmm. So he's doing you a favor if he's really not in for it. So that's the good news. She has plenty of time to meet someone else. But yeah, I also think that like something can be something good can happen from taking a break for a second and missing each other. I think so, too. Yeah. I think when you give give space and time to kind of reflect and you don't have the other person sitting there and talking to you, mm. you know, where you're just kind of left alone with your thoughts and maybe you end up saying like, yes, I'm going to miss this person, but I know I'll be okay without them. Yep. Then you know it's time to go your separate ways. 
But I just think, I mean, a 32-year-old, but also where are you guys from? New York. New York, but like... Manhattan. A, oh, okay. <laughs> Super Jewish. But Manhattan is like a large city. Yeah. So like oh. coming from Utah, like mm. 29, my friends are like, their kids are going into like junior high. <laughs> right. You know? Yes. Yeah. So that also depends on where you True. come from. True. But I'm going to kind of get cheesy for a sec. After everything happened in my life, I kind of had to lean into like a higher power in the universe just to allow myself to kind of make sense of things that I couldn't make sense of. And so when I hear that someone broke up with someone or maybe they lost their job, for me, it's okay to be upset about it. But also you have to lean into trusting the universe has a plan for you. That was mm -hmm. your plan well before you even came to this planet. Mm. And if you are needing to be on a different path or someone else is supposed to be brought into your life, but this guy is with you. I'm sorry, the universe is going to make sure that he leaves you mm -hmm. if you're not going to leave him. Yes. I know it sounds cheesy, but I no. have to think about it that way in order, like I said, to try and make sense of things that I cannot make sense of. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And it manifesting the good. That said, with this woman, I think he just broke up with her. I think she's having a tough time dealing with it. Yeah. I don't think that she was the one for him. Yeah. He would, might have been the one for her, but, but I think he, she's just got to move on. But the, And there's no winner in these things because either you have the guilt of being the one who breaks up or you have the rejection of being the breakup bee, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. in, if things are equal and they were two good people, just things didn't work out. Like, so no one gets out scot-free, but- I'm interested to ask you, because I'm I'm a sober guy too, and I oh. feel like you got publicly sober on the show. Mm -hmm. And was would you, I mean, just in watching you, it seemed like this wonderful transition for you where you were so all the great things of Lala, and yet you were able to kind of find this new freedom about you. After I got sober, yeah, yeah. that definitely happened. And I'm in the program, and I feel like even if you're, yes, you go to the go into the program to get sober, but I feel like even if you're not trying to get sober, the big book and the 12-step program is very much a productive thing to read in just for your day-to-day mm -hmm. -day life. And it did teach me a lot. And it is very freeing to really lean into the things that I've learned in sobriety and those tools. And yes, I lean into them to keep myself sober. But it's also something where it's like, even if you don't struggle with alcoholism, like this is just something that we should all be practicing every day. Mm. Yeah. And like you said, it's a lose-lose situation. Like she's going to be heartbroken. But I think the important part is to remember like you're going to be fine. Like totally. there will be a day. That it, nothing lasts forever. There's going to be a day where you look back on this and you feel nothing. Yep. Right. Just like a memory, right? Yep. Yeah. But you got to go through it. You got to be upset because if you bottle it up, then it's all bad. Manifest into something bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have one more speak pipe. I think this is going to be good. By that, I, I mean, I hope from Anonymous. Hi guys, let's call this one, how bad are my daddy issues? So I'm 32 for reference and I'm starting to date this guy that's 59. I've always had a big crush on him Abort. and we're really <laughs> hitting it off. Let me also reference that I did lose my dad when at a very early age. So my question to you is, do I really like him or do I just have severe daddy issues and want attention of an older man? Thoughts? Oh, I love this. Here's the <laughs> thing. I had a fantastic dad and I lost him when I was, I want to say 27. And I had, was with a person who was 20 years older than me. And I would not say that I have had daddy issues in any way. 
So if she's always had a crush on this guy, then maybe she just likes older men. Mm-hmm. That's like a sure. real thing. Sometimes people are like, I just want an older dude who like gives me comfort and makes me feel safe. I don't know that it's always directly correlated with like a daddy issue. Mm. However, what does a 59-year-old man want with a 32-year-old besides that tight little cookie? You know? That's it. So true. That's it. Couldn't have have nothing in right well. the cook. The cook. Uh, yes. <laughs> the cook. Indeed. indeed. It's weird. Indeed. It's very weird. It's that toe, almost that toe house. It is. It's, no, it's weird. No, when I see these older men with like- It's weird. Girls who are like just barely legal or just there's such a tremendous age gap. I'm like- you're fucking weirdo. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. I never understood the idea, though, of, so you have daddy issues because you lost your dad at a young age, but now you want to have sex with an With older, your dad? Yeah, like, what with is- With someone who reminds you of yeah, your dad? Maybe they could turn on by the smell of Ben Gay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, th- so what they say for a relationship is, it's half your age plus seven, is an okay age to date someone. So like I'm 37, how old am I? 37. So that would be 18 plus seven. 25 and above is acceptable. Would you agree? No. I don't Too no. young. 25 too young? I think, I think so. 25 would be the youngest. Honestly, I think 10 years and older is just too much of a gap. I just don't think you, ha- and this is coming from someone who was with and had a baby with someone who was 20 years older. Yeah. And I look back and go, what were you doing? This is sick. And I look at people out on the street that are holding hands and the girl is like young and hot and the guy's like old. And I'm like, the money ain't worth it, bitch. I'm telling you. Right. I know because you have to fuck him. It all changes when you're much older, though. When it's very young, though, it's very weird. What do you mean? Like, when does it change? I think 60 and 40 is fine. No, I think. Right. Uh, yes, it feels it fine to me. me. I have friends that are pushing 40, and if, like, Sheena told me she met a guy and he was 60, I'd be like, who is this old man with us? So pushing 40 would also be pushing 60. So maybe he's, like, a ripped 57. He's cool. I'd still be like, this man is old. What are you doing allowing his wrinkly body on you? But But he shouldn't be wrinkly. Yeah, this is golden wrinkly. It's different. If you're pushing 60, I feel like you got some wrinkles. But y'all are going out. He's using his ARP discount. You're getting cheap coffee. And we've had work done. Early bird dinner. We're in L.A., Peptides, the Clooney. tea. He's I mean, He's okay. Clooney adjacent. Yeah. Not not rich and famous, but that good That looking. kind of look. Yeah. Uh, a very distinguished, handsome. You know what I'm thinking about? Yacht man. I couldn't do it. I still, I think it's weird. It, I purely from the physical. How much, old. older, how much older was he than you? The person I'm referring to? Yeah. 20? Mm, do we cut it? We can cut it. We can, or we could go deeper. At least it was. At least least it was yacht man and not boat man. Up to you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Deeper snip. I just (laughs) think you're a great guest, Lala. Thank you so much. I just think now, if we were talking maybe about a woman in her fifties and someone pushing seventy. Even then, how about the reverse? Because then it's like when I'm sixty, this person's gonna be eighty. Yeah, that's the point. It's Pretty much, he's money. dead. He's a dead he's person. Dead. And then oh, he's yeah. dead. And then you get the bag. Oh, you are a gold digger. Yeah, that's probably what it is. What about the reverse? Digger. What about a thirty-year-old dude and a fifty-year-old woman? Weird. I look at that guy like you're creeping around, and you're with this woman for her money. What if he loves her? You're even a bigger loser than like the women who go for older men for the money. What if he loves her? 
That is such bull. You, I just find it impossible to love someone you have nothing. You don't have anything in common. That's the thing. He's lived through a life that you weren't even alive for. You have nothing in common. Especially now, it's even weirder for a girl that's, let's say, 22 to 25 with a guy that's pushing 40. These are two completely different, like, I don't know. Gen Z is just so different. I They're was, so different. Like, have you, do you guys watch Miami Housewives? Lenny Hochstein and his mistress? No. No. Okay. Well, Dinah it is. Dinah Maybe dives. I watch an That's what I watch. I don't know. just. <laughs> Triple D. It's these kids, the 20 something year olds. They're all on the TikTok. They're all on the Instagram. And then they're posing with their boyfriends who are so much older, who don't know how to use social media in any way, shape or form. And they're taking these selfies and they look horrific. And it's just all bad. So we do this segment called What Are You Nuts? Which you said you loved Seinfeld. So it's yeah. right in that vein. Okay. People, places, things, gripes with humanity. You walk down the street, you look at someone, and you're like, what are you fucking nuts? That's what we do. So Josh and I can okay. go first. So you can yeah, you guys formulate go first. one and you mm -hmm. can get a vibe. Yes. Um, okay. I can go first. I was listening to 1027 Kiss FM in LA. And I heard a story about a woman who sued Geico. Did you hear this story? Mm -mm. Woman sued Geico because she got an STD in her car from a guy. A guy, she slept with him. He didn't tell her that he had an STD. She contracted an STD in the car and she sued Geico because she has protection while in that car for anything that happens to her in that car. So of course, the way that Geico intended to write it was if you crash your Honda Civic, you're covered. Not if you get fucked and get an STD, you're covered. She's suing them for $5.6 million. No. What are you nuts? What a specific Crazy. number. Yeah. There's, okay. Because it's emotional damages, it's future damages, life living with this STD, all because of what happened in her Honda Civic. Yeah, and she probably, I mean, smart move because suing him, she's not going to get $5.6 million, dollars, right? So- Oh, this is going to be good. That's crazy. I and hope that they air. I hope that it goes to trial and they air it kind of like the Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Yes. Or, the, or the Captain Jack Sparrow. So good. So good. I loved that. Me too. I watched it nonstop. That Johnny Depp. So that Amber girl's heard. nuts? Nuts. Nuts. She's, She's totally, nuts. Yeah, of She's course. nuts. I totally hate people nuts. that, I hate people that sue like that. It's just so, it's so <laughs> stupid. So stupid. So stupid. But fun. Make, make money your own way. An honest living. An honest Honestly. Full circle moment. Okay, my what are you nuts is I was recently at a Starbucks and on the wall it said, we use beans from this region. It's harder to get, but it's worth it for the taste. And I wanted to say, hey, Starbucks, what are you nuts? I don't care. What is this, a fucking <laughs> charity? Like, you're a billion dollar company. Oh, you had to climb a little higher. It was so hard to get the the fucking beans. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Just, just get it. Don't make, don't make a mural out of it. It's Starbucks. What are you nuts? nuts? What are you nuts? Nuts. 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 They're beans. Do they charge more for those beans? No. Those unreachable beans? Wait, did, did you ever try the olive oil coffee? I kind of liked it. I was obsessed with it. I've so, never had that. If you want a flat things. tummy, you just down two. I was going to say, that just like sounds like diarrhea like instantly. That's, I know. That's what I was going for. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Okay, so mine's going to be a little bit housewives related and kind of along the vein of yours. Right. In the same vein, okay? Because I was watching the reunion part two of Housewives and the girls are talking and I don't know if you watch this, but there's a girl, Monica, who's new to the show. Come to find out 
she is a girl who's been running a burner account that has been like trolling all of the women for the last four years, writing wow. horrific things, stalking them, the and it all comes out, right? Well, the red flags are raised when Heather, who owns Beauty Lab, goes into her system to buy Monica a birthday gift. And she Googles her name, or Googles, puts into the system, and there's three Monicas, all different last names, but all the same birthday, and all have outstanding payments. So she decides after all of this, all hell breaks loose, Heather sends Monica to collections, right? Monica in return countersues because she doesn't feel that she owes this for whatever reason. So she's suing Heather to pay her even though she owes her money and it goes back to this bitch is nuts. It's not what are you nuts? It's you're fucking nuts. That's nuts. Isn't that nuts? She's nuts. Yes. How are you going to owe me money? And then when I tell you, you owe it, be like, well, I'm actually going to sue you. I don't know why, but that's just what's going to happen. No good. No good. It's kind of genius gaslighting though. Oh, I owe you money. Now you owe me money. I know. And you know what? She may. The court system's really, really corrupt. Yeah. I mean, Geico's going to end up paying $5.4 million to some woman that got fucked in her car. Yours was the (laughs) best. Yours was the the best. What are you nuts? (laughs) I have to follow this. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wild. 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 Nuts. Nuts. You know what's going to happen? In order to keep it out of court, they're going to settle. Settle. With something. God, you know what I Everyone do to get a settle? settlement? I'm working towards a settlement. <laughs> My goal is settlement. How Everyone's, do I settle? Everyone is nuts. I've lost faith in humanity as yeah. a whole. And it's a rare occasion that I get to say, what are you nuts about anybody? Because I avoid people at all costs. Understood. Wow. Except Unders- today. Well, you guys. Except today. We love you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for yeah. being here. Do you, what do you <laughs> want to plug? You. What do you want people to do? Tell us everything. Just follow me on Instagram at Lala Kent. Follow the podcast, right? I have a podcast. It's called Give Them Lala. Cool. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're on YouTube as well. And then just watch the show, Vanderpump Rules. It mm. airs every Tuesday, I think. Well, this episode was five stars. So five was stars. it? Yeah. And Unreal. if you don't rate it five stars, what are you nuts? Anything what? less? You're nuts. nuts. Find us the same place you're finding Lala's podcast. Apple, Spotify, the Hulu. I don't know. Hulu? There's so many places. I never know. Probably not. I was like, how do you get on that? No, I don't think so. But they're going to make something and then we'll get on it. I love it. YouTube, Josh's YouTube, so you can watch us. Yes. Mm -hmm. We look great. You should watch us looking great. We love you. Rate, review, subscribe. Listen everywhere you can listen. And that's it. Thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.